0: Hey, what up, guys? Welcome back to a new episode of The Parent Parkers. My name is Ed, and today we gotta dive deep into Belgium. Let's talk about the upcoming national team for this World Cup. Let's get into today's episode. All right, guys, I hope you had an amazing weekend. Today I won't touch anything about the weekend, uh, although we have some exciting games, but I won't talk about that. I will focus on Belgium. We're going to have to talk about Belgium and some of the teams throughout the week. Uh, The World Cup is literally two weeks away, man. I'm recording this on Sunday. It's coming out on Monday, and we are literally 14 days away. 13 days when this goes live uh, away from the World Cup in Qatar. So it's literally around the corner. It's happening in no time. So we got to dive deep into some of the teams that I haven't talked about. Um, I won't be able to cover all of them, but let's go ahead and talk about Belgium. What a great team has been for the last few years. They are sitting second in the FIFA rankings. It's crazy how good this generation of players has been for Belgium. And they've produced so many different players that I feel in the last three to four major tournaments, we expected them to go really far to eventually even win the tournaments. Um the Euro 2000 and what was it, 16 the one that won the uh Portugal one, they had a really good team. Then the World Cup in 2018, they had an amazing team. Uh this past uh, Euro in 2021, that was supposed to be in 2020, they were a solid candidate. I'm not saying they were expected to win it, like you know, they were the main favorites, they weren't. But they were one of them, right? They were one of the teams that you expected to at least go to the final. Um, In the World Cup in 2018, they almost made it, right? They ended up there in that World Cup, and then they were kicked out in the semifinals by Argentina, if I'm wrong. They've had some great performances, man. And they got some amazing players throughout the years. Uh, Just to name a few, this team has just been stacked for years, man. Remember um, Raja... Nengolan, oh, my God, that guy was so good, man. Such a great defensive midfielder for for Belgium. Um, KDB, of course, is still playing. It's, it's it in his prime right now. Um, Eden Hazard, when he was playing for Chelsea, just an amazing player, man. Unfortunately, he hasn't performed the same for Real Madrid, right? And, and I feel that that's going to affect him a lot in this coming World Cup, even though I still think he's going to go into the team. Like, I don't think they'll leave him out. Uh, but Lukaku has played really well. Uh, Meritens from, from Napoli, man. That guy was really good as well. Uh, Fellini, which, you know, it was just more like a defensive player, but he he would come in and, and do his job, right? Like, this team has had just great squads. They have great players all around them, and for years and playing at top teams at a very high level. So hence the expectations from from us fans right we want we wanted to see this team going to a final for a really long time uh, but i unfortunately think that this workup is just not it man uh, maybe they do have the maturity that they lack in a few you know tournaments in the past uh, maybe they have the maturity now i think they'll get out of the group but i think they'll get out second i think Croatia has a much more structured team. The chemistry is there. And I'm not saying that Belgium doesn't have the same chemistry. I think they are an amazing team, but I just think their time is, is done, man. I think this this golden generation of players that they provided is not going to amount to anything, to be honest. Uh, but again, it's my opinion, probably going to be wrong on this one. They're probably going to end up first in the group, and then, then they're going to end up making it to the final. Who knows, right? They are in my opinion going to just end up as an eternal promise man. everybody expected more from this team in the past tournaments and they just haven't delivered. so I think they will continue to what they've been they've been showing to us in the, in the last few tournaments. We might get excited in a few games. they might beat one or two big nations, but I do not think they will end up in the final. Let's get into uh, the players that I think should start uh, in this team, man. They got such amazing players. Again, let's start with the goalkeeper. Can't be none other than the best goalkeeper in the world right now, Thibaut Courtois, man. I got to give props to Thibaut, man, because in my opinion, whenever he came into Real Madrid, he was not needed. We had Keylor Navas, who was coming from winning three Champions League and was a key player to each one of them. In my eyes, I didn't think we needed Thibaut. Um, He came in because he was a bargain, man. 35 million euros for the best goalkeeper of that prior World Cup. It was a no-brainer for Florentino to, to go in and, and make that transaction. Uh, he really wanted to come to Real Madrid. So I know a lot of Chelsea fans do not like him. Uh, you know, he decided to come to Real Madrid instead of staying at Chelsea. And then that same year, I think Chelsea, I mean, after they sold Thibaut, they bought um, the Spaniard guy. I forgot his name, but they pay like 60 million euros for that guy, man. That was the deal of the century for Athletic de Bilbao, but it has not worked out for Chelsea, right? He's playing a little bit better now, but at the beginning, it wasn't good. And that's what happened to Thibaut. Whenever he got to Real Madrid... I was one of the guys that was really so against him, and I was so mad, and I thought that he wasn't good enough for the team. You know, he had a very, very tough start. Um, the first couple of seasons at Real Madrid for him were really, really tough. Uh, he did not at all met the expectations, especially. Given that you know we we had Keylor Navas for for a few years already, and he delivered right, he saved so many uh goals from us, so many key saves that he made for us, and then Courtois comes in and takes his place, and he does not meet the expectations. So I was one of the, the the people that criticized him a lot. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna hide, Um but I I am glad, I am glad that he. He stepped up, man. Psychologically, I know he was he was just going through some tough times at Real Madrid, but but he overcame that, and props to him, man. Because today he is the best goalie in the world. I apologize big time for for you know criticizing him, uh, but he, he he proved a lot of people wrong, man. And it's hard to turn it around. Whenever you you know you're at that situation where you're being criticized every single weekend, every single thing you do is wrong. Uh, you make some bad, horrible calls like that affects you, man. And this guy overcame that, and props to him because he's an amazing player. He's an amazing person. He's an amazing goalkeeper, man. Um, he is just great all around. Fans now like him a lot. I am one of them. You know, Tibo for life. Uh, he gave us the 14 uh, I think la 14 would not have happened without him so key player for Belgium key player for Real Madrid the best goalkeeper in the world today so definitely Thibaut will go as the goalkeeper in my team and I'm sure he will be the starting goalkeeper for Belgium in the World Cup then let's move on to the center backs guys uh Roberto plays with three center, uh, with three at the back uh, which is what a lot of people are playing now, man. Um, a, a lot of nations are playing with three at the back for some reason. I don't know, just being super popular these days. So my starting uh, center backs will for sure be Toby. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but Toby. He used to play at um Tottenham. He played Tottenham for a really long time, man. Probably like four or five years, uh, maybe more. And he played out really well with Jan Bertogan, man. They had an amazing partnership at Tottenham and that translated that you know solid defensive core that Belgium had for years man because they were sharing so many you know minutes in Tottenham so many games together that it was easy to translate that to the national team so they will continue to play they're still playing uh as of today they, they keep playing for for Belgium and I think they will start for sure this world cup and i think to complete the trio roberto has been playing this young kid from from belgium he's playing in belgium and he's actually playing the same thing as bertogan so they're playing you know every single weekend together so that makes sense for for roberto to actually play this kid even though he doesn't have that much experience but you know that chemistry is already there right with at least one of the the center backs and that guy is zeno devost i'm not sure how good he is, because I don't watch the Belgium uh, league, but I think it will make sense. Uh, Roberto has played him on a few games already. He's he's played with the the, the three at the back that I just mentioned uh, for a few games during the the Nations League. So I think that's gonna be the go to defensive line for him. Uh, three at the back plus Courtois. I mean, I think they're covered there, man. There's another guy that I think it's also pretty good. Uh, that plays in the Premier League. But he's also more of a defensive midfielder. Dean Dunker. I think it's his name. That's an option too for the back. Although that I think he'll be better as a midfielder. That's where he plays for Aston Villa. But... It's an option, right? That's the good thing about Belgium, man. And, like, all these teams that have, like, so many talented players that they have so much depth, man. They have so much players to choose from. There's a pool of players they could pick. That's my defensive line. It's crazy how Tobi and Vertogen play for so many years together, man. They play countless of games at the Tottenham team. Like, they were there for, like, five years or six years, I think. So... That's why the defense in Belgium has been so good in the last few years. It was really hard to score on them, man. Like, I don't think they lost games for more than one goal in, in like, forever. Um, and, and that goes to to show that, that the chemistry that they built is just so good, right? Um, the last game that they lost was 1-0 against uh, the Netherlands. And prior to that, they lost four-one against the Netherlands. So little kryptonite that they got right there, man. Because the last two games that they lost have been against the Netherlands, so, the very last one, and then back in January, crazy. Other than that, they haven't conceded more than one goal. They're just solid. They're solid at the back. Uh, let's move on to the middle, which I think it's a fun place for them, man. They got so many talented players in that position. It's crazy how many good players they have to choose from, man. Roberto Martinez has so many options in the middle. It's just crazy. For my pick, though, uh, I think as a defensive midfielder, they're played with two defensive midfielders. So... Witzel from Atletico de Madrid. I think he has to play there, even though he's not having a great season at Atletico, just because Atletico is just not having a good season. Right, Team Witzel, it's one of the players that Roberto Martinez is going to play in the middle, along with Onana from Everton, man. I really like that guy. I think Onana is is so solid, man. It's just this huge guy that looks like a tank. Like, you can't go through him. Like, he's so quick, too, man. He's super. on so quickly like you wouldn't expect that kind of reminds me a little bit of Chuan not as good as Chouamani of course but but I think Onana it's it's good man for the role that he needs to play in the national team and as my right midfielder I will have to pick the kid from Borussia Dortmund Munir uh, then on the left I'll go with uh, Trozar who I think it's having a great season and has been having great seasons the last couple of seasons have been really good for him uh he's playing for Brighton i think he, this kid is so good man uh super talented he could play almost anywhere in the attack he trails back, nonstop runs back and forward. He knows how to score goals. Uh, so I think he's going to be a very important player for this team. And they also have Carrasco that could play in that position. But again, Atletico Madrid is just having a tough time that I think I personally would go with uh, Trozar instead of Carrasco. Carrasco does have the experience in the national team and, you know, in this type of tournaments. So that could also help out uh, the team. But I think Trozar, it's the right choice. He's just playing really good, man. Then we'll go to the next portion, which is the attack. Uh, This is a little weird because the way Belgium plays, it's not where you usually see this player. So it's weird how Roberto draws it, right? Like the way he puts it out. It's not exactly how they play. When, when you know when they're in the pitch i feel that the attacking uh players have more of a freedom role right like they roam around they move around drill back go forward it's a little bit different than what you see him play every single week in a man City i'm talking about kDv um he plays more like a right forward right wing type of position in belgium but that's not the case right that's not how he plays there like he's just put there like it's it's just weird the way he lines them up but you know he's just free he runs around puts balls in kind of goes back and it's like the guy that's connecting the the defensive midfielders with the the strikers so KDV is having an amazing season he's been having a great season the last few years man he's grown so much this player is just so good um it sucks that he's gonna be a city guy for i think his whole career man i don't see him leaving man city Uh, for some reason he just has some love for that team man and i don't see him leaving i think he will probably retire there man he feels so comfortable there he just signed a really long contract i think it's like five or six years that he signed uh with man city as a renewal I don't see him going anywhere. He's an amazing midfielder. Top two for sure right now in today's football. Um, I'll probably rate him top one just because he has a little bit more class uh, when it comes to you know the, the final pass. Uh, then Federico Valverde. Uh, but Fede Valverde, man, is up there as well. Has nothing to do with this, but I love Fede, so I have to throw him in there. For the left wing, I think the right person to play there would be either... Carrasco or Thorgan Hazard just because they both have more minutes in them than Eden Hazard who is usually the person that plays there he is the captain of the team Um, so I don't know how Roberto Martinez is going to play this out man because Eden hasn't gotten any minutes at Real Madrid sadly is just he he's just not it man he can't play at Real Madrid for some reason, it's going to suck to see him leave without being given the right opportunity, man. And I feel that, you know, yeah, his, his injury was really bad. Right. And he's been one after the, he's just getting injured one after the other, one after the other, after his foot broke, um, he wasn't the same anymore. Right. I, I'm going to say it's his fault. It's his fault because he arrived to Real Madrid, um, a little bit overweight to begin with he didn't you know do a good preseason with the team um he thought and, and this is something that he said right um he thought that going back to real madrid was the same thing as going back to chelsea Man, real madrid expectations are a lot higher real madrid um pressure is a lot higher than Chelsea and I'm not saying Chelsea it's not an important team that you gotta show up right like and work hard and all that I'm not saying that I'm just saying that the pressure at Real Madrid is a lot different man it's completely different the expectations are completely different and he did not take that serious so that affected him because he couldn't get in shape as fast as he should have, right? He he should have come into the, the preseason already, like, in shape, not having to shed six, eight pounds, man. So that affected him a lot. Then, you know, he started playing. He got injured, and that, just, that was just it. Uh, unfortunately, he couldn't get back from that. And to this day, he just hasn't been able to, man. And it sucks to see such a great player not live up to the expectations because he's talented we know that we know he's super talented we know he's super good cuz he did play at Chelsea man when he arrived to Real Madrid he was like a top two player like everybody was talking about him um you know Chelsea didn't want to let him go he was having amazing seasons at Chelsea uh, he was he was never injured. That's the biggest thing. He was never injured at Chelsea. He probably missed like five games in four or five years with Chelsea. And with Real Madrid, it hasn't worked out. And I don't think he will. Um, this season, he promised that you know he was going to try to be back. But it, it's hard to to get a spot in that team, man. Because you got Rodrigo that's hungry. You got Benzema that he just doesn't get replaced, um, even though he's not playing right now as much as you know you will, you will want him to play it's just, there's no just no room man there's no room vinicius is in his natural position and he we're not going to take off vini right uh so it's tough for for eden man i feel sorry for him i wish he actually performed, and i wish he actually get more minutes man i think if he play like four or five games in a row you know like even though he plays not well enough though, or at least not good enough for 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 the expectations that you have from this player, it will help him a lot psychologically and and also to get that rhythm that that he needs, right? So I don't know if Roberto is going to respect uh, the fact that he's been his captain for the last few years or he's going to go on and say, hey, you're not fit enough to to play for us. Uh, He's currently injured. He has something like some muscle thing. Uh, It's nothing big, but... I don't know if he's just saving himself for you know, potentially go to the World Cup and go fresh to Qatar, which it doesn't really matter because I don't think he's going to play any minutes for Remo during the last two games that we have before the break. But that's that. I I think I would go with with his brother on the left. Uh, Again, he's not also having an amazing season at Borussia, but I think either him or Yannick Carrasco, I would just do his brother just for the sake of the video. But Roberto has options there, though, right? Like, it's not like he doesn't have uh, players to to play that role. So we'll see what happens. And for the striker role, I think Bashui has uh, to be their striker, man. Unfortunately, Lukaku's not going to make it. He has been fighting an injury since he got to Inter de Milan. Uh, I mean, he hasn't played really any games there. He's so out of shape, so out of rhythm. I saw him play uh, a game... A couple of weeks ago, before the Barcelona game or after the Barcelona game, I can't remember. But he's just not; it doesn't have the rhythm that he needs, right? And I think after that game, he got injured again. So he's—I think he's out for for the World Cup. I saw something on uh, some report from him that says that he'll be back late November or mid November. It's just not enough time. He he won't make it back. He hasn't had enough minutes this season to bring him to the World Cup. So I just don't think he'll. He'll be there. But Belgium has options, man. I think Belgium has options to score goals. Uh, I don't think they'll suffer. But, of course, having Lukaku there, especially if it was two seasons ago Lukaku, it would have been amazing for, for this team. Uh, but, you know, last season at Chelsea didn't work out well. And then this season has been injured. So, unfortunately for him, I don't think he'll he'll be part of this expedition to Qatar. All right, guys, let me know what you think, man. Do you think that this is a solid team to start? Uh, Who would you replace? Let me know in the comments uh, who, you know, you will put instead of some of the players that I put out. Do you think Eden Hazard will go to the World Cup? Do you think he'll actually play? That's the biggest thing, right? Like it's Roberto Martinez actually going to play Hazard, even though he hasn't been important in Real Madrid. I think he probably has like 90 minutes or, or, or a little bit over 100 minutes in his his legs, man. That's very little for this type of commitment, right? So let me know what you think, guys. Uh, If you like this video, hit me with the like button. I will uh, try to put out a new one. On Tuesday or Wednesday, I'm gonna go over the list of the the countries that I need to do, and I'll try to put out as many as I can before the workup Cup starts. All right, guys. If you are new to the channel, hit the sub button again. I'm trying to get to a thousand subscribers. I'm almost there. Uh, about 85 subscribers. I need to get to a thousand. If you could please sub to the channel, that'll be amazing. If you like this video, hit me with the like button. If you are listening to me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other type of podcast platform, hit the sub button and we will see you soon guys i won't say friday because you'll see me before that all right guys take it easy stay safe stay healthy peace out